Everybody right now has dreams, don't they, guys? All right, everybody in the NFL, I have a dream of making it in the NFL. I got a dream of winning a Super Bowl. I got a dream of being in a Pro Bowl. I'm really not into dreams anymore, okay? I'm in the nightmare. Good evening, Raiden Nation. It is episode 23. We've got a double header for you tonight, you lucky, lucky people. Uh, it's a short week, so we thought it'd be wise to uh, to combine this this evening. So we have got a uh, post-game wrap-up for you from last night's shenanigans. Um, and, uh, and then we'll shift on through to the... Sorry, Tony's doing like hand signals at me in in the pre-stage and I'm well confused um and uh and then we're gonna go into a little pre little bit of pre-game for you for uh for the Chargers on Thursday night so aren't you lucky what a lucky episode um let us know guys that you're in the chat let us know you're here give us a howdy doody um whilst you're saying hello let's say hello to Tony oh, oh. you're right yeah not too bad a little bit Tired? A bit tired? Why are you a bit tired? It was past my bedtime. Oh, is it? You need need that beauty sleep. No, it was past my bedtime. Last oh, it time. was past your bedtime. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A few people looked a little bit tired, but anyway. Yeah. Right. Bearded one never looks tired. Let's bring him in. You can't be tired with my lavish um, there's no lavish lifestyle. It's just wine, <laughs> shit football, and food. <laughs> <laughs> That's what last night was, minus the wine, unfortunately. How are we? That was great company last night, I thought. But, you know, the company was. The company was good fun. <laughs> football was terrible. Helinda in the comments says she's still waiting for that touchdown. Helinda's <laughs> <laughs> just tuned into the Chiefs pre-game show. <laughs> <laughs> Secret jokes, getting the tailgate, enjoying our fun. <laughs> It's the only good thing about Sunday nights recently is the tailgate. <laughs> right. Well, Tony, do you want to say howdy doody? Who we got out there in the uh, let's, let's have a little look for you. You'll have to bear with me because change your scenery and I'm on my laptop tonight. So, uh, right. Where are we? Uh, Kenny Blair first in again. He's back yeah. At the back at the top. Uh, Clive Knowles is in. Mark Roberts in. Uh, Alinda, as mentioned, is in. Um, so I'm guessing she'll get that shout out in about half an hour. Um, <laughs> Mel the Golden Comment is in. West Coast delay. Matt Berry is in. And Jed Harris is in. Evening. Nice. Evening all. And Colin McDonald's in. Look at that. Nice. Cool. Well, let's get rolling. Uh, probably time we just rip that band aid off. I think I 
seem to have trademarked that at the moment. Yeah. Get to it. I, I don't know which intro to play. I think I'll probably you... do this one and then I'll follow it straight up. I have to give that some airtime, Tony. It is brilliant. It is. <laughs> it's not brilliant. <laughs> I don't like the subject matter at all. No. Um, and I completely screwed up because I didn't even change the layouts. <laughs> Fire me. <laughs> Two people fired this week. We'll get on to that. Oh, we'll get on to that one. We'll get on to Welcome, that Welcome, Rocky. Oh. What is a shit show. What? That's coming what a shitty game. Like, they, they certainly... Okay, scoreline, 44-27. I don't believe that, like, actually, they were... I'm doing some maths here. 16? No, 17? Depends what you're trying to work out. I think they were 17 points better. Um, I think that they almost got, like, some garbage time touchdowns. Um, some garbage time points at the end. I wouldn't even call them garbage time because we were still in it. I remember talking to you guys on the tailgate and we were sat there going, right, this drive now, it's touchdown or nothing. If We, we need to score this drive. And I think there was about seven minutes left in the game. <laughs> First play oh, <laughs> was, was the fumble. We were like, oh. was... and, then, and then you come out the next drive, well, the next drive straight after that because you know, they scored on that drive. We're like, okay, might be able to scrape a tie with this drive. No, pick six. <laughs> God. Was just... Uh... Yeah. We, we said on... Well, I said you guys agreed um, that we just needed to get back to seeing some Raider football. As in, you know, play the game that we play. And I think... Kind of tried to, but we just kept on fucking up. Yeah, yeah, we did. There's, it was um, just, it, but they weren't big fuck ups. Like, well, they were big fuck ups. They were. Um, yeah. But I mean, as in, they weren't. I don't know how to explain this. They just were. When we screwed up, we screwed up. Um, but we didn't. It didn't completely demoralize us, um, mm. which was reassuring to see. And they. Uh, they were comebackable from, I think, is is really where I'm at. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of a loss from last night. It's just a bit. Yeah. What the hell? Odd. I mean, I think I think Dale Dale's got it in the comments. Uh, we were still in it until the pick six, and that was kind of the genuine feeling that I had. That there was still hope until until that pick six, and then it was just done. Yeah. And it, yeah, you, you consider how many drives were cut short. I mean, it goes back to again. We saw it the other week when Darren Waller got um, had a fumble, and then the week after he had some some drop passes. And you turn around and go, "That's not like Waller." And in the same instance in this game, that is not like Renfro to lose the ball in that fashion. It's just not. So it is a case of things just I an amalgamation of bad things happening simultaneously 
But if you look at the numbers, which I'm sure we'll get into, like DC had a better game than Rivers. And it's yeah, it's frustrating that these little accidents change the tide of the game so so much. So I, I didn't go full hog, you mentioned there on the numbers. I didn't go full hog on the numbers. Um but like we owned the ball. I think that's because they had a couple of quick scores as well. Yeah. Um, the one thing that really jumps out on me on the numbers is this lack of sacks. Again. Just yeah. silent. Absolute. That, that's crickets. And that's, that's not okay. That's really not okay from this, from this D line. No, it's not. It's not. It's no. positive. It's positive to see the same stat on the other side of the ball as well. Um, obviously, Trent was back in. But, it is. But yeah. But the key was was knocking, knocking Phyllis around, and it just didn't, just didn't materialise. No, it didn't. So I, no, I, uh, at, this, at this point in his career, if you've not keyed on to the fact that uh, you need to hit Phyllis hard and early. Um, then, quite frankly, I think we've made the right move, but we'll get onto that in a minute. Mm-hmm. Something else that jumps out to me there as well. Um, we still can't get this rushing game going, and I don't, I don't understand why. Well, I don't, I do know why we didn't get the running game going. It's because Derek Carr threw forty-five pass attempts. Yep. Um. <clears throat> Which I, I'll be honest with you, I don't disagree with. In terms of the composition, like I want to see him out there throwing that. Much like we need to feed JJ, but JJ is playing a little bit banged up at the moment. So we can't do what we did earlier on in the season, which is stick game on JJ's back, mm-hmm. let him key off, and then we go, you know, <clears throat> go to the passing game. I think we needed to do it have a passing attack against them and like that freaking pick in the end zone is a hell of a grab by that that Colts guy I can't remember his name but it was this is another one of them examples and I'll eat my words on that one like well I'm no you know what I'm not going to eat my words Colts defense I don't think is all that still because that but that grab that interception was otherworldly like you'd be happy with your receiver making that grab in right, exactly. The field. So for him to make it in the back of the end zone, like that's flawless. And then obviously, like I said, Hunter, it's not like him to drop the ball. So that's frustrating. The other interception was uh, a tipped pass, I believe, um, pr- late in the game. It's just, and the frustrating thing as well, like you said, Ollie, 17 points. I think the stats shown that they scored 17 points off of turnovers. Like, yeah, and you've got to think about it. 17 points off turnovers and what would we have done with those drives? You'd hope we would have put at least yeah, three points up. Even so. one field goal in them three drives. Yeah, yeah exactly. And then um, the other thing, when we were in the red zone, I think there was a point in the game where we'd had four trips to the red zone and we'd scored three points. Um, I, I don't know what the play calling was, but <laughs> something wasn't clicking. I mean, obviously one of them was a turnover which was unfortunate, but yeah, one of those games where nothing clicked. Well, it was, 
I'm not going to be completely defeated about it, right? I, I think that nothing clicked in New York and nothing clicked in Atlanta. I still think some stuff was clicking yesterday. We just had some fuck-ups, mm -hmm. which ended up, you know, when you combine them all together, you know, one less turnover, we were definitely still in that game. One less, and and that's three. You know, they say turnovers win football games. Well, you know, turnovers lose football games for us. So, but we... Matt's had a great comment there. He said, as soon as we lost Ferrell, our run D died a death. And it did. We said this as well, didn't we, watching the game? The, literally, the play where Ferrell went out, they ran the ball to his side. And I think they put like, a 15-yard run up on that first play. I was like, oh, God damn, here we go. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm really, really confused on this one. And... I just, I just don't 100% get why why we seem to be falling off this cliff. And I'm oh, not saying the season's dead because, you know, we'll come on to it later. But I'm not saying the season's dead, but, I mean, we really need to wake the fuck up. Otherwise, just throw the next three games. Throw them. Don't even turn up. Don't even put DC out there. There's don't a... even put JJ out there. Just throw them and get a better draft pick. Otherwise, we do still have a probability of making the playoffs here on our own terms. Granted, I think we have to win out and and um, yeah. we'll come to it later. But, you know, we can still do this on our own back. Yeah. The, um, yeah. Go ahead, Tony. No, I was, yeah. Like you said, we'll get, we'll get to it later. But I wouldn't say, can we do it? I mean, we are now in a position where we're having to rely on results. We do have to rely on one result if we win out. Yeah, we have to rely on one result, which you know what I'll, I'll take that because uh, I think the percent it's like ninety seven percent if if we win out that we get in. So I'll, I'll take those odds. We will we will get onto this, yeah. Because yeah, I, yeah. I was sat there crunching that playoff picture page for a while. Um, I can send you a good link. There is a good one. Oh my! Um, actually, it might not be ninety seven. Uh, so anyways, you know, what have we got in the comment wise? You know, I think pass rush briefly mentioned it earlier. Just, just, this is woeful. Like Marinelli, even, even if Gunther is calling the plays, like Marinelli is still like in charge of that, that line. This is where I'm going to get onto when we, when we get onto that topic. Well, Oh, you what the the firing piece? Yes, which I think a lot of people are itching to talk about. They are. It's to just forget the talking about this game <laughs> and let's move uh, straight. So on. It'd, be, it'd be interesting to see, Mitch, if if you've got to say about the defensive line and what Marinelli, what I've got to say about it. Be interesting. On three, one, two, three. One, two. Uh, Three. One, uh, two. Yeah, just... <laughs> if anything, we're in sync. <laughs> so, well, what else have we got? Let's just maybe close this door. So, I'm just taking a look through. Um, probably just waiting for Helinda's comment because she's only just started the segment. Yeah. Um, she's going to pop up and say hello in a minute. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just looking through the comments. I think a lot of people just want to see see us move on from this. I, I unlike previous weeks, I think this is this is tape that you do look at during the week mm-hmm. because there was more to learn from it than. I think the fumbles cost us the game, but we should have been able to still come back from it, is, is my feeling. I still think even with three turnovers, well, two turnovers, we were well in that game. Well in. Yeah, there's, there's, um, it's not a stat you want to see, but going 0-3 on the turnover board is terrible. But like I said, we if we could have still won this game and been minus three in turnovers, like it would have meant our offense would have had to do so much to keep us in it, which we know we're not shy of. It's happened for previous years and it's happened this year. Um, we shouldn't have to do it. So I'm not going to turn around and go, it's the offense's fault we didn't win this game because at the end of the day, again, on the defensive side. Across the board. Yeah. Just lacking across the board. So, But that being said, obviously, like you've, like you've alluded to, that there is learning points within last night's game film. It's very, very different to the Atlanta game. Yeah, well, the, with yeah. the Atlantic with the Atlantic game, I remember saying that when I I done a load of numbers work on that, and it it worked out that they had like a thirty five yard field on average every time they had a turnover from us, and they had five. So I couldn't blame the defense in that because they're already in field goal range when they got the ball. So you know when they were given an eighty yard field, our defense was stopping Atlanta, so that was good. But in this game, just then, we can't even really blame that. I mean, the pick six is a pick six. That's just a, a play that's obviously rare. But the interception in the end zone, they started that lot. They would have kick off. They start that at the 20-yard line. Um, so you've, you've still got 80 yards to stop them. Yeah. Let's go for it. Let's go for it. We, yeah. want, we want to talk about it. We've been asking okay. for it. Let's do it. Gump is gone. Yeah. It's all about dancing. <laughs> my my feelings on this is thank fuck he's not there for 21. Yeah. But if that was genuinely on the cards, why was it not done sooner? Yeah. That's where I'm at on this. Yeah, I I struggle to understand it because I we we said this, didn't we, on our show? It was either going to be bye week or it's going to be off season. So to do uh, it now, it's just like I, I just feel it. You could, you, there's a slim chance that for whatever reason, everyone just goes, Oh my God, this is amazing. And we ball out on defense for some unknown reason and it works. But I just don't see it happening. I think, worst case, we stay as we've been all season for the next three games. I don't think it's going to improve. Well, so. Look, Marinelli's not going to overhaul the defensive scheme overnight. What he's going to be able to do is impose some wrinkles, some changes. And I think that that certainly, you know, as we come into the next segment, we've only just got to this one, so I'm not moving on yet. Um, As we come up against the Chargers, they don't know what to prep for. We can throw some real wild shit at, at, at Justin, and he's going to go, uh, my coach has never said this was going to happen. That is only on the assumption we are capable of doing some wild shit, which I truly believe we are. We have enough veteran stuff 
veteran players out there. I think players like Max and and I don't know what the current status of Crosby is with a short um sorry, Clear is. Given the short week, I don't know whether he's going to be healthy. Um, I think you can write off Arnett. Plus, I wouldn't want to use Arnett in any some kind of trickery shit. Um, so I, I, I think this kind of plays in our favor, and I think that's why we have done it now. Because maybe that's why we eked it out. Like, go on, Gunther, you're going to get the rest of the season. Oh, wait a minute. No, actually, we're in a pinch. We'll bin you, and that gives us the element of surprise. I think if they were gonna, yeah, if they were gonna do that, this would have been the game to do it before the Colts. This because that would have been the game that gives us the head-to-head against two of the three teams. And I, I agree. I think we should have, at the very max, at the very least, left him. You know, let him go after the Falcons, uh, after that debacle. Let alone the win after the Jets. Shit. I would have fired him after that. That, that yeah. was absolutely unacceptable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unacceptable. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if there's a kind of an element of there's been flashes this year, um, and now whether that's Marinelli or not, I don't know. But there have been flashes that we can actually put a defense on the field, um, and I don't know if they were just kind of holding on too long for for those flashes to materialize. So, so I think. Think about this. We came out with something completely fucking different when we rolled the Chiefs. Completely yeah. different. A defense that we've not seen in the past two years. Completely different. Who cooked that up? Because I don't believe it was Gunther. It was so prepped. It was so organized. It was everything that about it. had been drilled in preseason. Yeah, something... <sighs> So, so I don't think that came from Gunther anyway. No, I, I think we we all said at the time that mm-hmm. that doesn't look like a Gunther, a Gunther mm-hmm. game plan at all. Um, if if ever it was, it was almost conservative, right? And Gunther's known for well, yeah, <laughs> I know it sounds stupid, but Gunther's known for his prevent, but he likes to let stuff loose up front and his blitz packages. That's what he is known for, and that's what we thought we were getting when we signed Gunther. What we got was a sack of shit. Yeah. Like most of our signings, both players and coaches, when we go out to free agency, we finally get a stud. Oh no, sack of shit. Yeah. See see footnote, Trent Brown. Yeah. Um, no, I think Trent Brown's been good. Yeah, he's a good player he's when he's on the field. Yeah. Oh yeah, but that's not a that's not a coaching thing. That's a him being we've we've had our we've had you've given Trent Brown enough air time. I'm gonna stop there. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna say my bit, Tony. So, um, I was just sorry, just quickly, so, uh, yeah. And that, that's where I was gonna go. I wasn't sure he was in the box, and that's what makes me think even more he yeah. was outy at that yeah. point. It was like we don't want anyone to realize that Marinelli's calling this game, but yeah, what so why would you go back to having done to calling games that, if that's that my point? point. Yeah. So, for for the audio listeners, Matt Berry's in the comments said Gunther was uh, also in the box uh, during the Chiefs game, which which year he was. But yeah, like you guys just said, it, it that was our best defensive performance of the year against the best, what well, arguably the best team of the year. So yeah, like you said, if that was truly Marinelli, then surely that's the point where you go, ha, see you in yeah, a bit. You can't play the same defense week in, week out against different styles of quarterbacks. And maybe he was sitting up there from a vantage point, maybe because they had this you know this rule of if you see Mahomes roll out safety's come down 
And, and, you know, I know he can't speak to the green dot during the play, but, you know, it's giving him a, a better advantage from up top. But yeah. I wondered, it, it, none of it makes fucking sense. That's what it is. None of it makes sense. Yeah. Apart yeah, from the fact right. that he's gone, because he's yeah. clearly a sack of shit. Yeah. What's, what's your point then, Mitch? My, my, oh, fucking, I'm trashing the place. My, my worry is that, <clears throat> right, one of the biggest problems we've got, that wasn't me taking the piss, I actually cough. One of the biggest problems that we've said on defense all year is that we have got zero pressure. That was, that's just been it. Like, yeah, we've had issue at safety, but we know that that's because Abram's a liability when he wants to be, and Eric Harris is arguably our worst player on the active roster. Um, so our big problem has been has been getting quarterback pressure, and I think we alluded to it earlier. Like, who's What's Rod Marinelli's job right now? He's a D-line coach. So we don't know if Marinelli's had any impact on our defence so far this year. If he did have impact during the Chiefs game, great but if not like what's he gonna do when he's in full charge do you know what i mean like i just well he's gonna have a job interview that's what it is he's got three weeks of job interview maybe maybe that's that's what it is is we said we'll give gunther three quarters if he hasn't made a, a serious impact and we're not in playoff contention next year he's gonna be gone regardless maybe that's what it was in the off season he's gonna be gone regardless so let's give a job interview. Yeah, I get that. I get that. And yeah, I don't know. Like, again, I'm not going to say let's keep Paul Gunther just because Marinelli might not be very good. I don't think I'm saying that. I'm not. I'm, I'm very, very happy that we've got this sorted, but it's. I'm just a bit worried about that. Uh, the fact that we're, we're using the head, the, the sorry, the, the trainer of the position that we're most dissatisfied with to then take over. Okay, so you've not really touched on the point that I thought you were going to touch on. Okay. Which is, which is Marinelli um, has obviously got a long history of being defensive line coach. Um, however, within that, he he doesn't typically tend to focus just on the D-line. He tends to use his players on the D-line as uh, for the defence as a whole. So what would benefit the defence? So... You know, it's potentially because I mean we have seen a massive difference this year to last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, I, I think it's it's more of a case that he's trying to fit with Gunther's scheme. He's trying to fit his players the, the best way to benefit Gunther's scheme. Um, yeah. And yeah, so I, I think because we've got a guy there that's, that thinks as a, a defense as a whole, not just his defensive lineman. Yeah. Um, I think that is going to bode well, and I, you know, I think he can bring something for the next three weeks. But then, but then, look, Gunther stunk last year. Um, why don't we gunner him off? Say to Marinelli, you got a one-year prove-it deal as a DC, and keep Buckner because if you ask me, I, that was a huge loss. Yeah, I don't. I, I never understood the, letting the him go. Like the day I saw he was gone, I was like, "Are you fucking for real?" Like you meet certain coaches through life, uh, you know, in any sport that it is. There are certain ones that just pop out. And he was a real player's coach, but he actually knew how to get those guys fired as well as, you know, coach, coach and player coach with them. And, and he just, letting him go was a mistake. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've um talking of that. So there's been some interesting uh, talk on social media today about obviously because we're Raiders and we're never happy. Um, like one one big talking point was the fact that we've paid more for our backup quarterback than we have any defensive back on our roster at the minute. Now I know that really? we. Marcus Mayer has played more than any defensive back, which I'm not surprised at because let's be honest, Eric Harris has got himself up from a backups role to a starter. Yeah. Um, Abrams obviously on a rookie deal, as is Mullen. Lawson and Nixon, I don't think Nixon is, but I think Lawson might still be on a rookie deal. I can't remember. So there's quite there's quite a few rookies in there, so that's a, that's understandable. But yeah, that's um, but even still, like it's it's weird that we paid more for a backup than a thingy. And the argument apparently that Gunther's saying and his agent's been saying is that well. I haven't got anything to work with. We spent fifty three. We spent fifty three million more nah, on nah, our. No, 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 no. This is what he's been saying. I don't, I'm just, I'm just. Well, he can certainly fuck off out. Don't treat the messenger. Um, but this is where I'm going to not defend him, and I'm going to slate him. Uh, so the the worst ever season that we've had on defense was the 2018 season, where we allowed 467 points. Who was the defensive coordinator then? After three, one, two, three, Paul Gunther. Um. We are. It's the Paul Gunther segment. Yeah. I never would have guessed it. And then, uh, well, no, because he goes on to the next bit that we have currently allowed 391 points in 13 games, averaging over 30 points a game uh, on track to concede 481 points this season. And then my analytical brain, I don't just look at numbers, I look at trends, you know, because I'm cool. That's based on the facts as well. That's including the Browns game. The Browns game, which was bad weather where it was low scoring. So that could be an exception if I was going to report this. If you take the Browns game out of that average, we'd be on track for 513 points conceded this season. That's, That's a nice trend you've got there, mate. You've yeah. Really thought and some analysis into that. I have. And yeah, if like we were... Divided all of the points against by 13 and times it by three and... And then took out the anomaly game just to make it a bit yeah. more realistic. Yeah. Yeah. See what you've done there. And then the most point and the most points allowed by any team in an NFL season was the two, uh, the 1981 Ravens who allowed 533 points. We would be the second team in that list if that was to happen. But the way it's going, we're not going to be. So that's fine. There's, 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 there's a comment here. Uh, that I'm going to mute myself over. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that um, Dale points out my golden commenter. I have to bring him in. Uh, so Dale says it could be problematic though, as we need someone to play safety. Abrams ain't polymeric. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> 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 yeah. Not sure he. He's not uh, sure he's playing that way. The the difference we've got right is that. Polalula, but so Troy, he had a lot, what I perceive to be a lot more knowledge than Abram. And, and I, I don't mean this in any derogatory term, but Abram looks stupid. I don't think he's got enough knowledge back there yet. Abram still hasn't played one season. No, right. So he's had a whole season in an NFL facility and a film room 
to sit there and watch every single film and break could, it down and get smarter. And did he? No. You, you can sit in a film room all you want, but you don't learn shit till you get on the field, I don't think. Yeah, there's a difference to a film room to, to a field, but Troy was smart as fuck. I think you're comparing like Troy's peak performance of his career, though. Whereas like I said Abram hasn't even played one season yet. Like maybe Palama Lamalu was as stupid in his rookie season. I can't remember. But I'm not gonna watch the tape to find out. But I like I wanna watch him grow. And this is what I kind of like Matt addressed this earlier about uh, Marinelli, that apparently he like Tony said he 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 likes safety blitzes, he uses his D line to do other things as opposed to just be a D line. Um a, tra- a, a, tra- a stat that was trending on Twitter today was the fact that Jamal Adams this season has the most sacks of any defensive back ever in a season so far. I think he's got like 10 sacks. Like, that's how we need to use Abram. Like, he can't drop into coverage. We, we saw well, it. That's what I mean. Is that, let's just bring him into the box. So, yeah, let's, let's use him as a run stuffer and a blitzer. Let's use him. You know, like- when they go and put a heavy set out there, right, Abrams. Trot in you go. Yeah, and, and, and if, if they haven't got a heavy set out there, if they're not two tight ends or they're not two in the backfield, plus, <clears throat> sorry, Abrams, mate, yeah. you ain't got enough smarts to be out there. Yeah, and that, that's where we need to be using him. And I think if we can use him properly there, I think that's where it's going to stick. But uh, Jeff Heath, I'm happy with, but then Eric Harris is, is the other hat back there. That... Yeah, but, you know, I'll take Heath and Harris up there over the liability because I just don't think, yeah. don't think he's seeing enough of the field yet. And you know that doesn't mean that you you know the second they come out in a heavy set you rip them out uh, you but you put them in and rip them out when they're not in a heavy set you do leave them out there in the odd ones so you can go so you've got a coaching point with him you can say look man you know you saw this on this play blah 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 but you're not leaving them out there to then be a liability mm-hmm. because you know in football like as as a player and and I apologize in advance but we call it pick on a cripple the 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 weakest player on the field. You pick on it. So you're only as good as you want. What did Mahomes do? Yeah. And and this is what teams are going to start doing to him. He is a liability out there. T.Y. Hilton done it yesterday on his touchdown grab. He absolutely yeah. twisted Abram around. He looked like a bloody Russian doll. He was just spinning so around. He's using his strengths when they're heavy set, pull him in until he's got the knowledge, then leave him in coverage to be our number one safety. There, is, there is possibility there, but I don't, just don't think he's smart enough to rely on him. No. Shall we put like, shall we put like a triple CV in to take the now available defensive coordinator's job? I think we could do this. You reckon? I think we could. Well, Henderson's listening, so guys, we're available for a job. You get a three for one deal, yeah. Just want to rewind back uh, back a bit in the uh, comments, um, Rocky. Uh, Marinelli is like a hundred years old. Hardly expecting inspired radical thinking. Uh, Dick LeBeau coached defense at the highest level until he was older than Yoda, so. Can I we think also, really got anything to do with it. Can we? I don't want to like break GDPR rules or anything, but can we just address for our visual listeners? That is the coolest name I think I've ever seen ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rocky Maximilian Walder Conrad Banks. Rocky is a Rocky is a day one member of Silver Black UK. I think he signed up the first day we launched, and he is a he is a devout member. He's a rock star. Love to say that. Absolutely love to say that. Good man. Good man. Um, yeah. Thirty-six minutes in, we've covered the last game. We've covered the release of DC. I just realised we had three DCs on our team. Fuck. We did. 
Um, should we uh, should we cut over? Just uh, any more comments? Anyone want to final um, points on Gunther or anything? Or I mean, there's, there's a lot of questions about where we head next year, as far as DC is concerned. But uh... well, let's let's talk about that now. So, one name that I've seen floating around, and I think right at the top of the comments, Pat Patricia. No, we had this chat. No, 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 no. Yeah. Patriots defense got so much better when he left. And, and I, I'm not going to judge him solely on the Lions' performance as he is the head coach. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to judge him solely on that. I'm going to also judge it by other people from Belichick's coaching tree. No. They don't work when they leave Belichick's coaching tree. He doesn't give them enough control that they have full understanding. So Pat Patricia, look, if we had him and Billichie was somewhere in the buildings, I would never want that ever. Um, Dale's made a good suggestion. Okay, what about he's he's not good enough? No, move on. Dale's made a good Dale's made a good suggestion. What about uh, what about Matt Patricia? Yeah, <laughs> Pat's Pat's evil twin brother. Yeah, <laughs> he has a pen behind his ear, not a pencil. Um, you've lost me. Uh, no, you're, you're actually right with what you say about me. Too. I mean, we said this um, a few weeks ago about um, Joshua Daniel. Um, yeah, yeah. Went, went to Denver and just... So. Kenny said about Wade Phillips being interested. Wade Phillips has been interested since about week four. Um, again, oh, this is the thing, because he's only ever done a, run a 3-4 defence. Would he run a 4-3 for us, or would we have to adopt a 3-4 I think, and I, I think both things can have massive negative impacts. We've only ever drafted four three players, and yeah, you've got to change their scheme. Or you can have a... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Has a penny just dropped? No, no. Not a fucking chance, Pete Williams. <laughs> oh, Dennis Dennis Allen. Allen. No, 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 no. No, yes. No. Did you see what he's doing with that Saints defence? I do not want him back in the, on a Raiders sideline. No way. I, I know what he's doing over there, and it's admirable. But no, no, I, I still want Captain Jack back. That is where I would go, but yeah, I think we screwed. Did I say Matt Matt Patricia? Yeah. No, oh, no sorry, you said you said Pat Patricia. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's where the joke. There you go. Pat Patricia. It sounds better anyway. It's a bit more exotic. Matt, Matt Patricia. <laughs> Yeah, and I was always disappointed when when Chucky came in. I I was scratching my head why we did the dirty on on Del Rio. I would have offered him that DC role. I would have as well. And I said this about I think it was last year. I said it, and everyone on the internet was like, "No, he wants a head coach role. Don't be so silly. This man's a genius. Going to get one." And he ain't gonna get one, and he didn't, and now he's a, he's balling out. So, I I said it to um, Tony earlier, um, or Ollie, I can't remember which one I was. You said it to. Um, I just I think we look to college. I think it's that so, time. So, I don't want so do college that. football to be able to turn around to you and say this is the guy, but like I've, we need to go and get someone who's young, someone who can learn with us, someone who knows how rookies behave. You know, got a lot of rookies on our team. You know what I mean? I'd be looking at. I'd be looking at. Uh, um, Venables out of out of Clemson. He knows half of them. Right. This was yeah. this was the guy that I just flashed up, Matt. 
No, very common. It wasn't it. Brett Venables. Yeah. It sounds like a TV presenter from the eighties. I'm, I'm guessing he's some sort of relation to uh, Euro '96 manager Terry Venables. I don't know. There you go. You tell us, Ollie. You, you know all about these family trees with like the Patricia <laughs> family tree and. The, the Pat Patricia one, yeah. The Pat Patricia, yeah. Pat Patricia, it's way better, way better. Um, you know, I genuinely would say, fuck it. We're pretty much in bed with Clemson. Let's just start sharing some coaches around. Yeah, I think I think college moves right. Get some new exciting stuff in there. Like when, uh, when like when you know Sean McVay came into the league as his head coach and he just sort of like revolutionised offence and stuff like that it's just like something like that like you want to be the first team to do it you don't want to set you don't want to follow trends you want to set trends that guy is just a savant like i i wonder if he's a great coach because he isn't like he's a savant like he just retains absolutely everything that he is told or has watched or learned and but he doesn't quite know how to apply it. And that's why he was so great the first time, because he'd been cooking this one up for so long. Yeah. Like, when I hit the NFL, I'm going to do this. And then... Yeah, or like, like Kyle Shanahan done it as well. Just, you know what I mean? Just something new, something invigorating, something that people are going to go, oh my God, we've not seen this before. And it's going to take the NFL a year to learn how to beat it sort of thing. I don't think there's any point in going out and finding someone else in the league. I don't think there's anyone that's going to be hitting the, let's say, the coaching free agency market this year yeah. that's worth worth getting. And I don't see us making an aggressive move to take an active DC and, and bring them across. Yeah. And without sounding like a conspiracy theorist, not conspiracy theorist, but like, you know, a negative Nelly or whatever, there are defensive coordinators out there to get, but it's that whole argument. If they were good, then they wouldn't be on the free market. Like someone would have had them by now. So I, I, I don't know. I, I I think Venables has got the, the the best run at this if we can get him out of Clemson. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, you know, purely from a personal standpoint. I will. The other thing, just kind of briefly talking about defense, not so much coaching, and this might come up in the next segment or not. I want to just quickly go around the room, and I'd be interested in hearing the um, the comments as well. What's everyone's general feel on uh, on it? I am the same as I am with Abram. I feel like rookie year, he's missed a couple games. He's had a couple injuries. I think it, it goes on to next year. Is he going to learn how to wrap up properly, tackle properly, not try and wobble his head every time? Uh, because, like you said, some of these people, you need to learn from it. And if he's going to learn from it, then great. But if he's not going to learn from it, then... I would expect anyone that's entering the league, barring quarterbacks, because they're they're just such a volatile commodity. Mm-hmm. Anyone that you're taking in, in the first round, or even in the second round, actually, should be able to do it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, and, and I know he's battling, like he's had his brains rattled. He's facing a, a level of adversity because he's injured. He's playing with a cast, which I know he did at college, but I'm not sold on him, man. I, I think like, no, that I, higher draft pick, if he was a fourth rounder, I'd be like, oh, yeah, it's fine. 
Yeah, absolutely. At this point in the season, you don't expect one of your rookies to have that many concussions that the next one he's going to think he's named Mary. It's it's really, it's not right. No. And, and obviously, yes, it's it's coachable, but it's not been a great... You know, should have the ability to form tackle and form and and cover to a degree. Obviously, it's NFL. It's faster. It's harder. You know, it's different. It's different rules. So I expect I that. Think I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking on it. Just. I um, I think this coaching change at defense is going to be another signal to it. I think I'm hoping we see a lot of changes happen now. Like. Let's see us go out there and put five or six sacks up in a game. Let's see us go out and get 15 pressures. And then same on the opposite side. Let's see a couple more, you know, tip balls at the line, batted down from the linebackers, you know, some big ass third down stops from corners, just all this sort of stuff. So not only our net, but I'm, I'm looking to see even more of our defensive players just seem to switch on a, a switch. So Simon says it there. And we say about things that are interesting. And it was one of the, in one of the things, Perfect. Thanks, Tony. One of the things that um, is becoming a trend are players that do more than one thing. They become this hybrid role. Um, you know, think about why we picked Lim Bowden Jr. Because he was a joker. He was all over the place. Um, you know, what Simon says here... Sorry, Tony, I was coming to it. What Simon sorry. says here is, why not try Abram as a hybrid linebacker? Bulk, bulk up some, because he can't cover for shit. And he's so, too slow to cover receivers. I don't know if that's smarts that's stopping him cover receivers because I tell you what, from sideline to sideline, he is one of the quickest guys I've ever seen. Um, so it's got to be smarts that's putting him in such an even further away position because, like, he can be 30 yards down the field on coverage and they run a screen. Who's there? Abram. He is so, he's quicker than quick. Um, I don't even know what his 40 was, but I don't care because he is fast. And so, yeah, I think bring him down into into well fuck it like we mac was a linebacker we stuck his hand in the dirt abrams is a safety why not put him as a linebacker fuck it don't yeah. call it a hybrid just put him as a linebacker and go and find I've, him in safety i've he seen people cool sorry i've seen i've seen i've seen a few people talk about having him bulk up and play linebacker uh based on simon's comment but yeah like i said i don't think you need to bulk up i don't think he needs to do that i just think like we've said earlier just use him in the right situations you could just use him in like um almost almost like a like tamper type of thing where when he's dropping into coverage he's got such a small area to cover just in the middle of the field and it's shallow and he's still got some coverage over the top but most of the time he's in the linebacker knocking heads mm -hmm. um kenny's made a great point wasn't tanner you supposed to be that hybrid linebacker yeah he was but broken yeah Good job there. No, I think I think we kind of alluded to it earlier with, with Abram and, and a Marinelli defense. Um, I think you know Abram is is going to fit quite nicely if if indeed Marinelli is the guy going forward. Um, Abram will fit quite nicely because he kind of it seems as though he's got a bit of smarts, a bit of smarts, and then all of a sudden he's like a little puppy, like and something something moves in front of him. He goes, "Oh, I've got that, get that," and, and off he goes. Um, so you know, I think if you, if Marinelli can tap into that. Um, and I think we just give him the shiny penny plays when he has to go and chase a shiny penny, just throw him out there and just say, right, go, go kill. Yeah. I'd love to have seen Abram take a couple snaps against the chiefs playing the spiral that key was playing. 
Because I just no, I no. Because I think you have to be too patient to play spy, and I don't think he is. I think I he's there. But I think if you, I think if you sat him down in a room and was like, "Look, dickhead, take your stupid hat off," right? If we let you play spy and you can go and break Patty, are you gonna? Yeah, I'll be, I'll be patient. I promise. Give you don't believe one. it. Don't believe well, it. He's well, the kind of guy. He wants to. He wants wants to kill the best of the best, and I don't think he'd be patient yes. enough. I think Arden. Was the perfect guy like for that. Said, Big body. I'm not saying the whole game, but like, like when Patty kind of got used to Key playing Spy, if we ended up hopefully playing them in the playoffs, and then he sat there going, right, Key's going to drop back and spy me now. Uh, and then, it, you know, Key ends up rushing him, and then he's got Abram coming from the other end, and he's like, oh, fucking hell, here we go. Fumble, yeah. touchdown, Raiders win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Thank you. Don't just don't come the day we'll come in there with a few less late hits would be nice as well. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, Talking late hits, we are late to hit the next segment. Oh, cheers for that segment, Dale. <laughs> right, let's hit it. I think it's time to move on. Let's go. Welcome so, to the first ever double header. <laughs> this is like this is like. Uh, Wash and go. This is two for one. You get two two episodes. In fact, we've thrown three episodes in here. You even got this Marinelli segment. Gee, he's so cool. And we're going to try and keep this like well under an hour and forty-five, unlike Saturday show. <laughs> I think the guys. I think the aiming for an hour has completely gone out the window. Um, um, before we get into this game, can we just address Jed's comment? I, I did see it earlier. Jed and Dale had the first twenty twenty SBUK meetup yesterday. <laughs> Non-official, non-endorsed, may I add? Non-official. Non-official. Uh, yeah. Glad to see members. Uh, no, that's good. That being is good. safe and making friends. Yeah, we're obviously uh, doing it in a socially distanced manner. And yes. also, sorry, Matt, no, not tonight. <laughs> one, because, one, because it's a doubleheader we've got enough to talk about, and two, because I'm on my laptop and I haven't got any of the assets set up. So no TTN, uh, TTIN tonight, I'm afraid. All right. So pre-game. Um, we obviously went to LA earlier in the season, you know, to the holiday home. Now, I, I don't, I don't even know how to give my first take on this. I am more than a little concerned here. And and Tony, just to reassure you, sorry, I have printed this evening's prediction. Okay. I'm it's not just so weird doing a pre-game show on a Monday. Uh, yeah, like, but but you know, to be honest, we we do it a day before. Okay, we're three days before, so it it does feel weird. But we're on a short week. Fortunately, we played at home last week. We've got no travel, so you know, home home. Uh, that that pays off because clearly we were shit when we had to uh, travel back and forth. That I think that really does take a toll on this team. I don't think they're used to that level of travel. Because um, of the time difference. Because of the time difference. The time difference <laughs> is so mind-blowing. Uh, I'm still in a little bit of a... After that, that revelation. Um, log it. Revelation. Can I, can I give you a great uh, bit on this game to start with? Go on and hit it. Uh, I spent 15 minutes pulling stats together only to realise I was pulling stats uh, for the Dolphins. So, <laughs> yeah. 
definitely a week, <laughs> a week ahead of myself. So I've got nothing. Well, they'll be irrelevant by next week. So Tony, you can take those. <laughs> <laughs> Here are two week old stats. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, nice move there, bud. But um, Simon's um, got a great comment to sort of like start us off though. If the Browns win tonight, Browns fan for the day, um, we control our own destiny. I don't know if you want to address tonight's game before this game, or do you no, want, to I don't. This I want to address it at the end? Um, kind yeah, of yeah, let's, let's go Browns. There we go. Perfect. Done. <laughs> as quick as that. <laughs> it was more the playoff structure. Yeah, exactly. I've got some shit yeah. coming up for that. All right. Can't wait. Yes. Um, so they are officially out of contention they are mathematically it's impossible for the chargers to make the playoffs so all they need to do now is play spoiler who do they want to play spoiler on the raiders good fun so what do they do like the chart like um the chiefs did to us throw some shit out there try some wild stuff much like we said we're going to have a defense that is going to have some wrinkles, some slightly different stuff. And, you know, what they achieve in a short week with a new DC, that's going to be a bit interesting. But, you know, I think they want... I think we're going to see some weird shit from from, from the Chargers here. Um, but do I think it's enough weird shit? Like, I went through the various reputable outlets on their predictions to get, obviously, some inspiration so I could print it off and submit it um, as my own. Um, but I went out there and everyone is, I'm not going to say it's a landslide, but it's pretty comfortable. Everyone's saying, this is a Raider win. And I'm, I'm sitting there going, whoa, whoa, whoa there, whoa there. Did you not see the last game? Did, I'm, mm, I'm not sold. I'm not sold. That's what no, I'm going to say. I'm not sold either. Um, I'm looking at the, the board now. Um, Keenan Allen is questionable along with their safety, Adderley. Uh, he was questionable last time we played, right? Uh, who's that? Sorry, Adam Keenan. No, I'm pretty didn't he score against us? Yeah, but I'm pretty sure he came into the game as questionable. Oh, right, sorry, yeah. Um, Denzel Perriman is out, uh, Tremaine Pope is out, and Joe Reed, their receiver, is out. So, um so perfect time for some weird shit that we can't prepare for. Yeah, this is the. I, I feel like yeah, going through these things, like you've said, it's always you could look it good, you could look at it bad. NFL rookie pod, thanks for joining us. Eckler is fit. Sorry, Eckler is fit could have two hundred yards with our run stuff in. Like that is one. That is the worry I've got straight away. That we've been ran all over these last two or three games, and now Austin Eckler is going to come up against us. Tony, are you shaking your head, mate? Not buying it. You're not buying it. Go on and serve it. your well, Kool-Aid. I ain't selling it. It's just the truth. <laughs> Go on then, Tony. Serve your Kool-Aid. Let's hear it. No, I'm not buying it. I, I think Marinelli's kind of sat back and, and observed and, and made notes throughout the season of what he could improve. And I think we see those improvements this week. I don't think the run defense is anything to worry about this week. In two days. Yeah, absolutely. Because he's because he's he's had the, the entire season so far to make his notes. And you I was going to say he's made, but he's made his notes. But he also will have been installing things with his defensive front. Yeah. You know they will be going. Well, why why have we never pulled that stunt? Or why why have we never done done that shift? I reckon there's 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 my hot take. If we want to get into it this early, for the week, 
You know what? I, I wonder if that's a, a reasonable way to do this. We get to the hot take now. Leave the prediction out. We'll come to the predictions in a bit. Let's rip the band-aid off. Let's rip the band-aid. Fucking Ollie, stop saying it. Let, let's go to it. Hot take. Go on, mate. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I think I think we see a completely different day this week. I think we see a rejuvenated day this week. And my hot take from last week stands for this week. Six sacks and a fumble. Six sacks and a fumble. Six sacks and a fumble. And we see a completely different defense this week. Okay. There you go. It's my hot take. I'm going to go different. I'm going to go a different route. I'm going to stick with what I said about, you know, we're being run against, which we have been. But I think JJ is going to turn up. And I think we find that running game again. O-line probably had to merge a little bit because they haven't all played together, really. Have they? Because of all the... No, I, I'm, I'm, I, I think O-line's But I'm going JJ, one fiddy. Two tuddies, sit down, sit down. Are that, yeah, sit down. I'm just going to keep saying sit down. Who's down? And why are we sitting him? JJ's going to sit everyone down. Oh, right. Sorry. I thought you said sit down. Sorry. I, I'll, I'll be honest, guys. I don't have a, I don't have a hot take. Um, I'm, I'm struggling at the moment to find a hot take, but I've kind of got like, you might consider it as a hot take, and I know that this is really quite a negative thing to have as a hot take, but it it would be hot so if it was them doing it, or it would be really cold if it was one of ours. But I genuinely believe, and I've got this feeling in my waters, um, so it's not hot take or a cold take, it's just this feeling. Second. That a significant player, you know, I'm talking one of your higher caliber starters, so... On our team, I am looking at Abram, Harris, Max on the defense, and Klee, um, and, and a few others, um, or a DC or a JJ or a Trent. On theirs, I don't even know who I'm looking at, but Herbert's one of them that's in this that I'm thinking. And I know this is really negative, but I think there is going to be a can't call it season ending but more than a season ending injury and i mean significant i've just got this feeling in my waters it's a there is going to be a really really nasty accident this week no I maybe not this is I, I told you it's pretty bad the clairvoyant section are you just making predictions or looking into your crystal i just got this feeling that someone is going to have something catastrophic happen this week you know it may, it may be I... an ACL or it you know, it might be an MDK. And I'll just put your hot take down as one catastrophic event. One catastrophic, like meteor strike counts as yeah. well. Earthquake, yeah. lightning strike, referee explodes, anything along the lines of that. Referee calls a good game. Yeah. Anything catastrophic like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, one catastrophic have, event in the books. They have to be within reason, Ollie. Let's be honest. I mean, we've been fairly grounded this year. I've called 350 burgers. <laughs> um, and all of these things are kind of they're, they're feasible referees calling a good game <laughs> I know yeah, sorry, sorry. Sorry. What, what uh, yeah, yeah. be a line drawn somewhere but I do hope that we get well, I really hope just for the sake of the next show that we get something happen that we can then debate whether it was catastrophic enough to validate the hot take Like, I, I, I'm just saying catastrophic something catastrophic Like we, we, we all saw the birds flying around in the game because there was a big conversation about it 
if DC launches a ball 50 yards through the air, wide open rugs, hits a bird, ball and dead bird just drop to the ground. Catastrophic. That's pretty catastrophic. It could have been yeah. a touchdown, but instead you just dead caught bird. a dead bird. Imagine if, if, if <laughs> imagine if Ruggs just caught the dead bird and the ball drops. But Pete came back. So uh, I don't know if you guys remember Pete. He, he might not. I don't think he's in the comments tonight. Pete's one of my receivers from Sussex Thunder. And um, we were having a pitch and catch socially distance, obviously, um, during the first lockdown uh, or somewhere around there. And he absolutely missed this 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 ball. And he came back and he went, I am so sorry, mate. I said, what happened? He went, I was trying to catch a bird. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, bollocks. <laughs> that one ain't coming down. But yeah, anyway, um, we will uh, we will look at catastrophic we failures. We'll have an assessment if there is a catastrophic failure. I mean, kind of engine light warning on catastrophic. But yeah, just I know most people. Most people drive that. around with their engine warning light on, like it's a fucking disco ball. <laughs> so stat wise, um, there's not a lot in it, guys. We look so good there. We do. Do you think? Really? The, the, only, the only stat we're losing on is passing yards, and that's because they're always losing games. They're always airing it out. They're never running the ball. They, look, 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 look. No, these are not stats. That There is not one stat line there that I'm going, blow out. Yep, we're, we're, we're running the rock. There is not one stat line there. I mean... Oh, okay. Um, there's green dots in wrong places. Points. No, points allowed. I'm pointing at my screen like everyone else can see. Points allowed, green dots in the wrong place. Oh, points allowed in the wrong place. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. But no, yeah. Um... It's, it's one of those... No, not comfortable. I understand what you're saying because you said it when we played them last time. They're very good at their garbage yards. Yeah, they get garbage yards all game long. I, I, I think that was for for the bolts that you said that. Yeah, but um, uh, but it's the new Blake Bortles. Look, 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 look. He's no, he's better than him. I'm just garbage yards comparison. I, I'm look. We've got Mahomes in our vision, and I am concerned about Herbert as a long term. I'm as much as a muppet he looks with really bad hair as well now. Um, nah, I'm concerned about him. I don't think our quarterback play matches the quarterback play that we have in our in our in our division alone. He's no, you're right. He's he's just going to get better and better as years go on. Um, because remember, he got thrown under it very quick. I think they just wanted to do like like KC did with Mahomes. They just sat him behind Alex um, yeah. for a year and let him learn. Like. Yeah. You know what Abram should have been doing last year, um, but I think that's what they wanted to do: is just leave him behind Tyrod, and then pop. Um, that's a catastrophic event. <laughs> that, there you go. That's a classification of catastrophic event. Oh, don't make that happen. We don't need freaking. Marcus Mariota coming in. No, I don't want to jinx it in any way, but I'm just saying, you know, catastrophic. Okay. Um, but you know, score wise, I'm yeah, I'm not, I'm not. 
not all that comfortable about this one going in. I think it's a fairly matched, on at least on paper, I think it's fairly well matched. And I don't like fairly well matched games in, you know, divisional games. Sorry to quickly change the subject, but I just thought I'd get the definition of catastrophic just on the off chance. It says involving or causing sudden great damage or suffering. I just feel like we suffer every week, so we can't really go off, <laughs> we can't really go off of that definition. Um, but no, sorry, back to the point. Yeah, um, divisional game, very tough. We only snuck by them last time, admittedly. We were on the road, um, even though we played It's not on the road, on the road man. Anymore. That was freaking LA. It's well, around the corner. I- Arguably, it's on the road compared to usual because we'd usually have that place packed out with fans. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, this putting the graphics together made me chuckle. Was uh, Max is checking out Herbert's ass there? But I wanted to put Max there because it's about time he woke the fuck up. He's uh, getting held so much. Like I know he's getting held. Oh my god! But he needs to start breaking some arms or talking to the refs nicely because. I, you know, I don't get it. Like, social media presence, the guy's quite a nice guy mm-hmm. and quite approachable. Why is he not genuinely just having a chat with the refs? Guys, can you please take a look at what's happening here? Because... Bill, Bill Achete done, yeah. done that one game. I can't remember what game it was, but the, they got... I think the Patriots got given, like, two calls in one game, and it was like no one had heard that call happen for, like, months or if not this season no one had heard it called and he gets called twice in one game um i can't remember what it was but apparently billichie went up to the officials before the game and said watch out for them doing this because i've seen they've been doing it and he put it in their head before the game and, yeah, they're and that's, that's what max needs to that's, do is yeah. he's well-mannered he's not you know perfect walks up and says uh excuse me could you just look they kind of seem to be clip uh, uh, holding me same main thing. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. No worries. But you know, Max is is a is is a wholesome, normal, you know, normal, nice guy, grounded guy. If he turns around to the refs and says, "Refs, could you take a look? This guy's a dick." Yeah. Um, they'll start taking a look. Plus, he's got fucking great big arms. Why is he not appealing for it? Like he does you know. Oh, the amount of times I saw him yesterday, they're like every other down, he can just see his massive Boeing seven eight seven arms approach. just doing this all over the field. He could literally grab each coach from the sidelines and just smash them together at the 50. Like, honestly. So, yeah. where's your comfort level? Um, comfortable. 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 I'm comfortable. I, yeah, I am. I am. I am. Because uh, I want to move. I, I want to move on to predictions. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm sipping the Kool Aid. I'm right there, ready with a prediction. Um, Seconding me on that one. I think we're good. But I tell you what, though. I will, now you've taken those off, I will just throw that up because that's comment of the week as far as I'm concerned. Hot take. Chargers doctors administer... Chargers doctor administers team COVID vaccine, wipes out entire roster. Catastrophic. Well, Jed, that is certainly catastrophic. I like it. Do we, do we automatically get the win then or is like Anthony Lynn going to be playing quarterback and throwing to like... Ten fans. No, because oh, they're not allowed to dress. Pla- not allowed to dress coaches. I think the precedent's been set right by the donkeys. <laughs> Who they're saying? Um, what's the name of that backup? Uh, in irrelevant. Uh, here we go. Some uh, league news, irrelevant news, or whatever you want to call it. You know the the wide receiver practice squad guy that the donkeys brought up to be their starting quarterback. I forget his name. I want to call him Winston or something like that. <laughs> He's not um, a dog. We'll go with Winston. Uh, I can't remember his name. Um, the 
Canton, as in the Hall of Fame in Canton, the NFL Hall of Fame in Canton, has requested from Denver to have some of his equipment from the game so they can put it in the Hall of Fame. I shit thee not. Okay. Like a practice squad guy who can make one pass... And they want to put him in the Hall of Fame. Not just like, a, well, I say not just like, anything in the Hall of Fame is impressive, but want to do a display for him. I'm not going to go into social politics because I'm, this isn't the right show for it. The Hall of Fame thing is a crock of shit. Celebrating, yeah, celebrating people for doing things they should not be doing, or in his case, aren't doing, is baffling to me. So anyways, let's let's go to it. And it, I just thought I'd get you with that useless fact, a useless tidbit of info. So uh, it's about that kind of time, and I'm not going to take any shit because I'm going up front. I'm going up first with my predictions. <laughs> but I will say, guys, in the comments, please, we're coming to predictions, score lines, color codes, whatever you want to do. Um, just make sure you give us a Raider score, you give us a Bolt score. Um we want to hear from you as we go through. I'm just going to open straight up. I don't think it's going to be straight, clear and easy. I'm going to how we get to this score line. What? Early, early Christmas? What? Open, 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 opening stuff up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yes. We love it. So, Tony, you didn't even drop the, the graphic, man. Uh, you what? Oh. Hey, listen, I don't have a disco in here. I don't have a disco. Well, let's all start dancing. Yeah. I do Sorry. my own videos. I was I was on Tinder. Sorry. You were on Tinder? Okay. Can I go next? No, I, I just wanted to say, <laughs> I do just want to say, we snatched that. We will be losing, and we'll snatch it. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm going to go with Tony. I'm going to pass the mantle over to Tony. No, do you know what? Do, do you know what? The man, the man there wants wants to have a go. But I'm, I, I only laughed so much and wanted to go next because I already typed mine out in my notes. Well, you're going to have to change it now. I also had uh, Raiders 34, Chargers 31. I had the exact same, and I'm sticking with it. No, you're not. You've got to change no, it. Because I think no, because I No, change it. This could be a no. sign. This could be no. a sign. The first time we're on the same wavelength and it all comes to fruition. All right. That's a wavelength. We're both lying, are we, Tony? We're okay, both. all right. We'll take your submission to join the cool crew at 34-31. The irony that the first time you go first after being given shit for the last 22 episodes. Yeah, and I printed time, it out. I remember to print it out. It's the one time that I have literally wrote, it down, literally wrote it down on my notes before. Right, let's let's see if Tony's going to join us on the 3431 bandwagon no, train. you're both massively wrong. Massively Fuck wrong. Fuck off with your 50 burgers. Go on, I don't understand. No, I don't understand genuinely how you've got to 3431. I don't understand how you've got us scoring 34 points. And okay, so what happens we score four touchdowns, 
I understand the logistics of it. I understand in, in, in your collective brain. Hey, hey, Mitch, Mitch don't be baited. What? Don't be baited. He's trying to okay. pull some shit out. Just let ah. him like put his thing down. Okay. He's he's trying to bait you. Okay. Tony, the mic is yours. I don't I, I just genuinely don't get it. Um and I I don't see how you get the charges scoring thirty one points. As far as I'm concerned, I think the charges are good for eighteen, twenty at a push. Ooh. Um, and I, I and I think even potentially even a little, a little bit lower than that because I, I genuinely think you see a rejuvenated defense in in three days from from Rod Marinelli. So should we call it sixteen? I reckon the Chargers score sixteen. Okay. I reckon the Raiders score fifty two. Back of a fifty burger. Oh, it's happening! It's happening. Fifty two, sixteen. Well, I can tell you now. Don't worry because. Dale's joined you on the 50 Burger Club. See? Oh my. He's also got the charges at 42. That's a Madden score, that is. That's a Madden Yeah, that is a Madden score. We've got Jed in at Raiders 27, Chargers 24 in overtime. That's so not the first, that's not the first overtime that, That's where my snatch is coming from. My snatch. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, we've got Clive Knowles in with bright red. Um Raiders 35, Chargers 20. Simon Jordan's in with 37-20. I'm going to... Oh, yeah, he says Raiders. Uh, Mark is in at 21-17. Ed Vila in... What colour is that, Tony? I don't know. Ask uh, ask Clive. Clive knows the colours now. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, so Ed's in at 31-28. You know, I'm thinking people are not drinking the, uh, the Kool-Aid that Tony's drinking. Um, on that ridiculous difference. 38-35 in from Matt Berry. Kenny Blair, always number one. 34-27. Um, I think I, I caught them all. I think I caught them all. So, yeah. Um, can't get this comment off the screen. Um, so, yeah, I think... We're confident again. I like to see that none of us have lost confidence. No, because we we know we're more than capable. It's just we are. new ways to fuck up. Yes. <laughs> no, you are a hundred percent right. I'm just saying we find new ways to fuck up, and I'm not questioning our capability. And I still believe that we can get it done. Whether we okay. do fucking fifty burger, these crackers. I, don't get me wrong. If I see it, like I'll drive to your house, Tony, and shake your hand. Like, well done. They finally got a fifty burger. Thanks for your faith. Uh, no, you won't now because we're going to tier three. So it's all right. From Sussex, I'm, I'm tier three as well. So. You stayed it on there. I'm already in tier three. Wow. Right. So, hot takes, predictions in the books. All in the books. All done. Busted. Uh We have gone through the firings. Mm -hmm. We've gone through a preview. We've gone through a post view. We've gone through an intro. We've gone through the comments. And I think it's probably... We, we spoke on previous episodes. We've spoken through um, the draft. Oh, God. <laughs> but you know what? 
it's felt like a little bit of an alien topic for so long for so many Raiders fans is the ability to be three games away from the end of the regular season and being able to talk about the playoffs. Because at the end of the day, like we are so, so seasoned. I saw some like normally NFL UK group on Facebook is full of crap, but there's one guy today that um, I guess he was a Steelers fan. And he said, this year is shit as a Steelers fan because we now have expectations. He said, I far more enjoyed last year's eight and eight season. I because saw didn't, you saw it, right? It was yeah, a good I who it was from, but um, as far as the Steeler comment goes, but he said, I enjoyed it more because it was, you know, he didn't know which way it was going to go. You know, it was a lot more plot lines, a lot more stories. Like we have been seasoned for so long to see shit after shit after shit and going for our ah, fuck playoffs. Um, but like, it's nice this year to actually see some competition like last year, you know, there was the chance to be there. Um, you know, have we got the longevity to go through? You don't know because we've won on a wild card before. Um, you don't know what's going to happen. You've got to be in it to win it. Right. Yes, sir. So Um, where do we sit right now? Talking of historic seasons quickly before we dive into it. Uh, one thing I, another useless fact I got that I want to throw in before it goes to waste. Only 18 teams have allowed more than 30 points a game ever in the NFL. None of those 18 teams have ever... Why don't ever... you drop that afterwards? I'd line this up so beautifully. <laughs> I'm going to piss on your parade as well. I'll just mute you. <laughs> Shit. I line it up like a champ, literally went on a ramp for two minutes, and I, I flicked the slide up, and you fuck on me. Jeez. Well, it was kind of on point with the trends and, you know, previous previous <laughs> times. It, the stat was literally that. Uh, only 18 teams have ever allowed 30 points on average per game. None of those 18 teams have ever won more than six games. We've allowed just over 30 points per game, and we have won seven with three games remaining. We're setting all kinds of records, and they're not good ones, but solid proof that the offense is keeping us in contention for the playoffs, which is where it links into this bit. Let's take it to the playoffs. Could have been a lovely response to the playoff slide that I put together, but... I mean, that's why I kind of wanted to follow on with it, but let's continue. So, anyways, uh, Chargers, Steelers, no surprise with this season the way it's going. They've got it. They've got it locked up. So, what have we got in the hunt? Obviously, dropping to Indy yesterday was not a good idea, um, and it proves how important that absolutely grinding. Oh, sorry, was important yesterday. Um, owning that horrendous weather in Cleveland, I think that is showing how damn important that was. And I think yeah. it's really, you know, a lot of this season is going to come around Cleveland, right? For so many teams. Um, and, and we've got some tough games ahead, right? You know, you, we've got, we've got the donkeys who are mathematically not out of it. Then the, the, it is possible that they can make this. They are even on the bubble. Who would have thought that? In the, at the beginning of the season, we were saying that absolute dumpster fire. They have a chance of making it to the fucking playoffs. And that, that, that is that's disgraceful. But anyways, you know, we, we're playing a pretty warm um, Miami team. I'm a little bit concerned about that. Plus, it's a lefty uh, with, with Tua down there. And lefties are a pain in the arse. And on the road. Yeah, and on the road, on the East Coast, with a time zone difference. The only, uh, ooh, 
only nice little thing I've just thought about with a lefty. He ain't going to see Max come in. We flip him. We flip him back and forth. We do. So we, we, we've well, been Max doing is, that before. Max, is, prim- yeah, Max is primarily on the left. <laughs> so, um, clickety clue. I'm, I'm trying to find the, 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 the figure. So, at the moment, we sit somewhere around 30%. Um, where has my amazing tool gone? What have you lost, Ollie? It, it's the most phenomenal um, predictor tool because you put all of these permutations in there and it does like 12,000 different searches and works out. Yeah, so at the moment, we're sitting at 20... Uh, oh, wait a minute, it's changing. What's going on? 27% probability of making the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. So with with all the different uh, other simulations that are, could occur of different wins or whatever, we win this game. It only increases to thirty three percent chance. Oh. oh wait, sorry. I keep thinking we're playing the freaking dolphins and we're not. Yeah, it only increases to thirty three, but I can tell you we can. Can theoretically still get the playoffs if we drop two of these games. But we have and to it's rely like it's on percent. It's like eleven percent or something like that. I can't remember which way around it is, but we can still make this with dropping two, and that's not reliant on on. It is. Um, hmm? It is. We. But it, it, I think it's. I think it's the Chargers and Broncos games we can drop, but we have to beat the Dolphins. But if, but even if we only beat the Dolphins, we've got to rely on the Ravens. Well, that's fine. It's, it's not. Fine. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, it's I don't know. I think so, that's pretty well contested game. Tony pointed out earlier um, the Ravens' schedule for the end of the year. Uh, obviously, they've got the Browns tonight. Uh, their last three games are the Giants, the Jags, and the Bengals. The only game. This is why tonight's so big, because the 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 Ravens, if they win tonight, are obviously eight and five. They're a game ahead of us, and they will be the team that we need to beat out for the playoff spot. The Ravens. Yes, I'll take that. But the problem is, we don't have a head-to-head with the Ravens, so we need to. So we need to beat out Miami to get ahead of them on the head-to-head. And then the Ravens, we need to then tie their record. But it's, if the Browns don't lose, if the Browns don't beat them tonight, then I don't see them dropping a game in the last three, which would mean, means we need to win out. Because the only way we beat the Ravens if we tie their record is on look, division. Life gets a hell of a lot easier if we win out, right? I think everyone understands that like it's a 92 percent chance that we make the playoffs if we win out then say the browns win tonight done we're in the playoffs there's no question here but if the ravens win we're down to 90 percent. then it comes to some other games yeah 100%. So the, what i'm saying is tonight is is big on who wins but it doesn't make the biggest of changes I will, I'll uh, I'll stick this in. It's from the New York yeah. New York Times. It's pretty cool. 
the change it does is that it it takes it in or out of our hands. If the Ravens lose tonight, we can we don't have to rely on any results. We can just win the last three games and we're in. That's all yeah. it is. Like I said, the Colts and the Browns will be in and we'll take that seventh spot because we'll be ahead of Dolphins with a head-to-head and we'll be ahead of the Ravens. This is the best bit on the uh, division record because we are currently three and one in the division. They're two and two. Well, won't we, sorry, won't we take the sixth spot because we'll be ahead of Cleveland as well? No, because Cleveland will have a better record than us. If Cleveland win tonight, they'll have 10 wins and three losses. Oh, of course, yeah, 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 yeah. And then the only way we can tie Cleveland is if they lose their last three games and we win our last three games. Which is which not going to happen. No, it's not. You're right. So, um, so yeah, um, that, that makes that Chiefs game so big. That win against the Chiefs so big. Like, oh, yeah, I can't even get my hat on with how big it makes it, but is it, it really does. Is it just me, or is it nice to see three AFC West teams up in there to fight this late again? I, I, I like it. Coming back. Just, yeah. But, yeah, but Denver's a dumpster fire. Does not belong on that list. They'll be out as, this week. That's mathematical only. Yeah. Like, I mean, uh, everyone in the NFC East is mathematically still in with a chance, aren't they? No. So uh, here we oh, go. Wait, sorry, yeah, because I because all of them could win the division. That, yeah, sorry. So if we ah, oh, here we go. Here's an interesting one. How are they still in the hunt? Oh, if the Ravens win tonight, the donkeys are out. There you go. Donkeys there. are out of the playoffs. Um, oh wait a minute, I might have made a boo boo there. Uh, okay, right now. Denver have a minus one percent chance of winning, of of getting to the playoffs. So mathematically, yes. In practice, no, 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 no. Brilliant. Not not going to happen. Um, and I think if we win one game, they're out. Mm-hmm. So it's it's an, it's a really important run that we've got now. I am so tired. But I really want to stay up and watch this game tonight because we said it again about the Colts game. If we would have won last night, then it would have been in our hands. But I didn't realise, I don't think any of us realised that it's actually this game now. This game is the one that's going to put it in or out of our hands. NFC, Matt. NFC. (laughs) So, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. And I don't know what the stats are for the rest of the teams. But if you add up all of the teams that have played each other within this picture, we've played the Chiefs twice, the Bills, the Colts, and we will play the Dolphins. And we've played, and we've played, the, and Patriots, we've played the Browns. The Browns and the Patriots and Denver twice. And Denver. So, so everyone who's in the picture now is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, it, eight, nine. With nine of our games have come from teams still in the hunt. Nine of thirteen games. Yeah. That's that's pretty impressive, such right? A hard, you know. Such a hard schedule, yeah. And, know, that and that doesn't include that you also add in that we also played the Saints, who are going to probably get seed one in the NFC. You know, and the Bucks will probably get to the playoffs as well. I'm not sure how the NFC is looking. I don't really care at this point because we've only got to worry about that in February. But, but yeah, you know, it's it was a it was, oh yeah, the Bucks are in. Um, ninety six percent chance of hitting playoffs. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so, yeah, you know, it just proves it was, it was a fucking tough schedule that we had this year. And the fact that we've, we're in the hunt three, well, on the bubble uh, with, with three games to go. I'll take that. It's interesting football, right? So my opening comment is interesting football. Yeah. yeah. You know, we, watch, we watch this game because we love it and we love our Raiders and we want to see them win. But let's be honest, when we weren't winning, we were still watching, right? You know, still enjoying it. This just adds another layer back into it. I would watch the Raiders as a team strip wallpaper. So, yeah. Rock and roll. Good stuff, so, guys. Good stuff. Um, do we have any league news? Any catastrophic events? That's been reserved for Thursday night, I do believe. But uh, no, I've got no league news to report of. Um, like I said, just it's tonight's game. It's tonight's game. Biggie. So, you know, on that bombshell, you know, there won't be another pre-game. We've done done your post-game. What? Probably a Go slight on. bit of news that Steelers are pooping the bed. And because they pooped the bed again, that means that the Chiefs now have a number one seed, which means we probably won't, if it stays the same, get them in the wild card round. Because I think our yeah. two teams, I'd rather play the Chiefs. If we finished in the seventh spot and they got second, we'd be playing them in Arrowhead in January. And I think that would have been so good. So, so good. I would rather play the Chiefs than the Steelers. Mm-hmm. But, I don't, yeah. I, I don't know. We did say it. The tin, you know, they're a tin... What, what's the phrase? Like, tin soldier team or whatever. You know, look at their schedule. It's shit. Tin pot team. That's the cookie. No, tin soldier. Tin soldier. You know me. I'm here to butcher any phrase. We love it. We love you for it. So, yeah. I think we'd stand a good chance against the Chiefs. And actually, we'd have Incognito back by then, would we not? Uh, He's out for the year, isn't he? No. no. Not the calendar year. I think they said the year, not the season. I think they're no. (laughs) I think they said that if we made the playoffs, we'd be back. No. No, I think. Only taking things so literally. First of January, he's like, hey, yeah, first of January, you're back, mate. You're active. <laughs> I've got a cast on. No, fuck it <laughs> out there. Don't want to hear nothing. <laughs> oh dear. Um, I think I thought I saw Incognito was back if we made the playoffs. I think that was the case. It just, and it then just it came a couple of weeks ago that he's uh, yeah, okay. He's, he's having surgery, is he not? Yeah, I thought, so. yeah, I thought so. ESPN said he's out for the season with a foot injury. Las Vegas Review Journal says Richie Incognito injury could signal end of NFL career. Oh, dear. Oh, yeah. that's a shame. Anyway, ago. so, you know, we've, we're giving you a bumper episode, but we won't be giving you another pregame show because you've had your pregame show today. Well, um, without us and spending with your family. We could look into maybe a postgame show, possibly, at the weekend. I don't know if it works with anyone. We'll see. Let us know in the comments if you want the gang to come as a post-game. We can do a post-game, maybe. Oh, and over the whole Christmas period, you know, we uh, we, are, we aren't going to bombard you guys. But if you guys want shows for the games, let us know. And Even we'll if you want, 
a color commentary team, you know, we're, we're here. We're, you know, three for one deal. We can do color commentary on random games. The best. We could like try and sync up, like just don't enjoy, don't um, include Helinda on this because she'd be three minutes behind. <laughs> but literally, the funniest thing from uh, from the, the tailgate last night was the fact that me and Ollie were watching on Sky about like we were about two plays ahead of uh, of Mitch and about three hours ahead of Helinda, and uh, <laughs> and like literally, Ollie messaged me on Facebook coming out of the uh, the second half. He was like, right. On the first and ten snap, let's just go fucking mental. Like we've just like we're low. <laughs> but Mitch Mitch clocked it, took his headset off and everything. He was like, "Whoa, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna pay attention to this." And he's sitting there, you know, he's watched kick off and he's like, first down goes past, second down goes past. <laughs> Fuck are you guys on about? <laughs> you got me. You got me. Brilliant, brilliant. Uh. Well, I mean, Dale's Dale's put in his, his request. We can't miss TTI for two weeks. So we're going to have to come up with something. Well. We're here for all your footballing and irrelevant news needs. We shall see what we can do. But for now, I think it's the end. I think it's the let's, end tonight, guys. Let's go, Browns. Keep us in it. <laughs> it's been a good show. A good fun. Thanks, guys, in the comments for, uh, for joining in. Um, appreciate you guys keeping up with the kind of pace that we've rattled through tonight but no it's been good fun and uh shulalulu shulalulu <laughs> i'd completely forgotten to shulalulu you can't forget to shulalulu otherwise you're like Swedish god attacking you in your shulalulu. shulalulu shulalulu bye guys